You're listening to an Airwave Media Podcast. ABC Tonight. Special Agent Will Trent. Judge Bureau Investigation. I told him I'd bring my best. Will sees things that no one else does. Based on the New York Times bestselling series. Why Will Trent? He's good police. And he's objectively hot. See crime. Put on Amber Alert. There's a kidnapping. Through his eyes. He read that crime scene like it was a book. Ramon Rodriguez is. I'm a pretty observant guy. Will Trent. Series premiere tonight, tonight central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Hey there. Hey, you. And welcome to Fan Theory Queries, where we analyze fan theories from all over the internet, but mostly Reddit. I'm Laura. I'm Michael. And I'm Spencer. And I'm wondering who Laura is talking to. <laughs> I'm talking to you! Which, what you don't realize is she's talking to a camera because we've pretty much recorded video of every single episode and you've not seen it. Surprise! We will get there. <laughs> We're making our way there at one point. It's going to happen. Okay. Oh, oh, that's me. It's, it's the show it where, where we talk about it stuff. Right. And so we need you to talk now. You know, I've got so many things in my mind, including this theory. But honestly, I don't think I've ever actually read this all the way through. So this will be fun. <laughs> <laughs> so this theory I'm bringing to everybody today is from Frozen 2. I will actually say I love Frozen 2. wasn't a huge fan of Frozen 1, but I love Frozen 2. I love the music. Um, but the theorizer, Tesseract is saying that Frozen 2 is a closed time loop. And they put the TL, too long didn't read the beginning, but it's like, then if I'm going to read that, it, it just, spoiler, so I'm going to wait to read that till later. So this might not be true, but it popped into my head after first watch and thought I'd share. So Elsa is being called by a mysterious voice. So we're led to believe is the god Atuhalen. She goes on a find-yourself journey, where at the end she enters a glacier of time memory, finds out her family's history, and realizes she's the one she's been searching for her whole life. There's no magical being or sage with all the answers. It's just her. As for the voice, we're never given a totally clear explanation on who the voice actually is, if it's actually a glacial god of time or memory, her mother, who appears in the, or her, the glacier's memories, etc., I think it's actually Elsa herself. My main evidence is that during the final notes of Show Yourself, when she's finally tapped into her full power, which I get chills whenever that song plays every That's time. That's my favorite song. Everybody talks about how Into the Unknown is their favorite. Show Yourself is mine. Show Yourself. It gives me that whenever, like, it's like that big, well, why are you here? What's talking about? The show mon- Yourself. Yeah, when it- dun, dun, step into your power. I get chills there. Anyway. That was nice. Thank you. Um, <laughs> she thanks Adele Dazim and fully realized her own abilities. She sings. <laughs> thank you. I will never forget it. I laughed like 10 minutes whenever yeah. I saw that video the first time. <laughs> Half of the people don't know what we're talking about. She sings the same string of notes that have been calling her to this glacial, the whole movie, glacier, the whole movie. Ah. The same glacier where she realizes that the thing she was searching for was herself. The same glacier that also acts as a window to time and memory, because water has memory. Mm-hmm. So yeah, a fully empowered Elsa sings an anthem of self-realization in the depths of a glacier made of time and memory, and ends up sending the echoes of that call out to her younger self, which is what begins the journey in the first place. I also feel like this answer fits best thematically with the movie. 
Your dead mom calls you to realize who you are, and ancient primordial time being bestows a gift upon you don't really fit into the theme so much, but You Are the One You've Been Waiting For is literally the lyrics to the climax of the movie. In my opinion, it just works. And so their TLDR is, a fully empowered Elsa sings an anthem of self-realization in the depths of a glacier made of time and memory and ends up sending the echoes of that call out to her younger self, which is what begins the journey in the first place. I think this is neat. And I, my, that was a very great point there at the end where they're like, your dead mom is this calling you or ancient primordial time, whatever doesn't fit with the theme about this, about what they're saying. But my other point or question is, isn't that Evan Rachel Wood singing in that song, her mom? It is the singing the mother's part, but yeah. then also that voice that we've been hearing throughout the movie that's doing the, Ah, it's not either of them. That's a a different lady, um, an Icelandic singer okay. has been doing that part. Okay, so, so that's that's good to know. That's important. We have two children, two girls that Jane wanted to watch it like every day for a while, and uh, oh, she still does. When yeah. we have movie night, that's her pick. Still oh. is Frozen too, and we're like, come on, I We've love it. Seen it a lot, but I love the message of the movie. And um, there's some great moments. Um, I think I mean, I'm pretty sure that they're going to do another one, but I think Frozen Two really wraps everything up, and you could leave it at that. There's not really any point other than money to make another one. <laughs> um, but I love just the journey that both Anna and Elsa go on. Some might argue that it's more Anna's movie than it is Elsa's. I don't really care which whose movie it is. It's my movie because I like it. Um, so. This never occurred to me that there's any kind of weird time loop or anything. What about you? Um, the only thing that I can think of is just like the water having memory mm-hmm. because uh, when Elsa does some ice blasts, once they get inside the like misty area, you know, mm-hmm. and it freezes in yeah. a memory and like they see their mother as a young girl as an ice sculpture basically is what it is. Right. Still – with that theme of water has memory, so the water is freezing into what happened in that place, where it happened. Like, that's a really cool thing. That's the only time loopy thing I can think of is that, like, to water, those things are always there and constant, so they can go, always go back to that moment, Right. I guess. Yeah. Michael, anything? Uh, Not really. I Well, I watched this once, mm-hmm. and I... I went into it with bitterness because I had a really horrible experience watching the first one. Okay. Um, so I only half paid attention to the second one. Fair enough. Um, the only thing I really remember is that Weezer has a song in it that I liked. Weezer? Because I love Weezer. Well, yeah. the thing is, Weezer covered a song from it. They did oh. Lost in the Woods okay. on yeah. the album, but in it's, the it's movie... In, I believe it's, it's in the credits. It's... The credits is Panic of the Disco into the Unknown. Singing into oh, okay. the Unknown. Maybe not. Which that's awesome too. I just know and that. Then I that think they... it's Casey Musgraves singing uh, All Is Found. Okay. So overall, I I don't have a lot to yeah. to add to this. Do you remember this particular scene though that they're talking about? She's in this ice cave and she's singing Show Yourself, show yourself and there's like colors on the she ice. She just rode the water horse. Which was cool. Vaguely, yes. Yeah. Okay. So I think my – I want to bring up one point and just see what y'all think before I move into the comments here. But time loop stuff for me is weird because it has to start at some point. Mm-hmm. 
So if she's the one singing something to call herself to the ice cave so that she will start singing to get herself to come to the ice cave, what where does it go start? in the first place? Right. So that's that's an interesting thing. Otherwise, I could see this like that may be a possibility. But. Well, I think that one of the major themes of the movie is that it's all of those spirits. Because, yeah. And she's the fifth one. That's true. She is the fifth spirit. So, or the element, the fifth element. Yeah. No, got that's, five. That's, no, that's a different movie. Well, it is. <laughs> that's a much better movie. It is a fifth element because you have better water. Better movie? Are you kidding? Yes. It's not. No, it's we not have better than Frozen 2. Water, fire, wind, earth, and then Elsa, whatever she is. The fifth mm-hmm. element. Yes. She's like the, the thing that channels mm-hmm. all of those. Okay. But I feel like we were told that it was those things calling her. At least in the movie, they made it. She even said, Wait, so I think she, it's these spirits calling me. So she channels the other four elements. She can speak with all of them. Just like Mila Jovovich in The Fifth Element channels the other four elements. She can't speak with them. Well, she doesn't need <laughs> she to. She can with barely them. speak with so, so Corbin Dallas. I see a new theory <laughs> forming here that. Get on it now. <laughs> that Frozen 2 is a remake for children <laughs> of the Fifth Element movie. Love it. <laughs> All right. Uh, y'all have anything to precede our comments before we get into this? I'm ready to hear the yeah, comments. Yeah, I want to hear what people have to say. Behling Ayer says, <laughs> Maybe I'm misremembering since the last time I saw it was in a theater, but I thought the voice turned out to be her mom and that her mom was that river god or something. Sounds like I need to rewatch this movie. Ha ha. Yeah. So her mother was part of this tribe of people yeah. that the remaining tribe are all trapped inside that the, the foggy, misty yeah. part of the forest. Um, she was a member of this. Uh, it was a it was a Nordic yeah. tribe, and and they are thought they were. However, they didn't possess magic magical powers. They just were um, able to commune with the earth. And so those elements lent themselves to this tribe because they like trusted them. They were good stewards of the land and everything. Um, So I don't think that her mother was actually the river God. I think she was just attuned with it. Yeah. That makes sense. I mean, you start off with her singing that song. So she's, part of the lore for sure. Yeah. And then Elsa is definitely like supposed to be this byproduct of both Arendelle and this tribe mm-hmm. meeting and they're, you know, supposed to be friends. Yeah. Um, and so her mom is singing in that song, but she's not the one which I thought initially I did think that it was her mom singing the whole time calling her, but it's not her mom. Next comment is Coquette3333. I always assume that to be the truth, yes, that it was herself calling herself because either a part of herself was in the glacier or the time travel theory. You are the one you've been waiting for all of your life. Show yourself being a call to herself. Kobe Sev, uh, this is, they're quoting the, the theory. So they say, we're given a very clear explanation. The voice is from a memory of her young mother that's been replaying. Elsa has been hearing the call echoing from Atahalan, which is an ice river glacier in this film, not a god. Mm-hmm. True. Yes. I don't, if it's supposed to be a memory of her mom, her mom never sings that. Oh, When her mother was saving her father from that 
big ambush and oh, the fire that oh. happened in the forest. She, you see her look up and hold her hand up next to her mouth. Oh, kind of like a call. Yeah, and okay, and she did the ah okay. thing. Okay, yeah. Uh, Supreme Dictator Paul says, "I always thought the bigger question, and this is response to Kobisev. I always thought the bigger question was who built or shaped the glacier. The columns indicate the interior is, interior isn't natural, but that they're broken also indicates it's been abandoned for a long time. Good point. You don't." Look no. like it's a good point. No, okay. <laughs> not a good point. Well, who made it? Well, water. How are glaciers made? Do they have? No columns? one makes glaciers. My gosh, Elsa can. And I mean, you've got in rock formations stalactites and stalagmites. Okay. So why wouldn't that be possible within ice as well? It's probably not, or is. Tesseract OP, the OP replies to Supreme Dictator Paul, Right, Atohalan isn't a god, that's my point. It's a river or glacier of memory with seemingly no agency of its own. So how does the voice call out to Elsa? My answer is that it's herself calling to herself. And then Nightwolf2142 responds saying, Elsa is the fifth spirit, ice. Atohalan starts calling out to her because she's awakened to her powers and needs to answer the call of her nature. This all occurs because sequels. Yep. Nightwolf got it. So right, hit the nail on the head. I I have a little bit of a an explanation that I've been working up in my head on time loops for you. Ooh, to help hopefully help make it make a little bit more sense. Should we finish with the comments yeah, before we get into yeah. that? Okay. I kind of like fish says Olaf dies in Frozen too. Yep. Thanks. Thanks for that. Ink Thinker says sure, but then he comes back and water has memory, and so we live. And then Wobuffet one two three says maybe, but it can be argued that the revived Olaf is a whole other entity that is a facsimile of the original Olaf, a clone, if you will. And as a classic clone story conundrum, is he himself or just a copy of someone else? Frozen three, Attack of the Olaf clones coming to Disney Plus. And then final comment, Frank Torrance, love it. I think Frozen is better and more clever than people give it credit for. Elsa is not just on a find yourself journey; it's a show yourself journey. Laura doesn't like it when I go on a show yourself journey. <laughs> <laughs> it's understandable. <laughs> Who can blame me? Um, yeah. Do you want to save your time loop explanation for after the break or you want to go into it now? Um, I feel like I need to go into it now or else I'm All probably right. going to forget. Go for it. Don't forget. Um, so you, you said that you don't understand time loops because if they're – like what you don't know when, when mm-hmm. they start essentially. Right. Okay, so basically the way I see it is that say somebody's walking on a path, mm-hmm. okay, and they take this path up to a certain point where they realize they need to tell their former self to do such and such. Mm-hmm. So instead of going back to that same point when they realize that, they're going to go back a little bit further in time before they were on that, that one path. So their path is slightly diverged. And when they go on the diverged path, it's going to create the time loop from that point. So they know that once they get to a certain point, they just go back to that same point where they diverged. So basically what you're saying is we can make it make sense if we want it to. Yes. Okay. That's good. <laughs> um, nice I, I, it I makes sense in I, my head. I, I, it makes sense to me. But I couldn't repeat what you just said and apply it to this particular theory. But I know what you mean. So for I, so for well, the, this example, 
um, she sings back to herself. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Just cause I'm not a hundred percent familiar with it, but, um, so she, she did something else up to a certain point. Right. And that original version of herself mm-hmm. realized she needed to warn herself. So she went back to a bit further point in time where she starts hearing the sing- singing in the time loop that mm-hmm. we see. So that from that point on, she's on a different path and, and always ends up taking that same path to where she knows for sure she has to. So basically, we, we don't get to see the origin. Right. Right. It's, it's already happened at okay. this point. Got it. That, yeah. that makes a lot of sense. Okay. Um, well, probably, we're probably about ready to rate this theory, having said everything that we do. Yeah, I'm as ready <laughs> as I'll be. Okay. Um, but before we do, we do need to take a quick break because some things never change. I'm not sure that's the next right thing to do. We haven't plugged our Patreon yet. Yeah, Michael, your mention of Patreon feels like the first time in forever. Hey, that's a great idea. You know, ever since we switched show format, sometimes I feel like I'm lost in the woods when I'm putting these show docs together. Maybe if we get enough patrons, we can hire one of them to do the work for me. Heaven knows we need it. I know you like to have control over the docs, but there comes a time when you need to just let it go. Before anyone signs up to help us out, they should know what they're getting themselves into. Most people wouldn't realize they'd be heading into the unfamiliar. What was that? Ooh, Michael, you ruined it. Run what? What what are you talking about? Did you not catch on that we were making puns by referencing Frozen and Frozen 2 songs? Uh no, I didn't. Don't don't you remember I just said that I didn't really hardly watch the movie. I'm I'm sorry though. Uh I guess reindeers really are better than people. That does not make sense in this context. I'm not good at this, okay? I guess I'm just a bit of a fixer upper. There you go. That's better. What is? You used the song title in the right context. What song title did I use? Oh, gosh. I feel <laughs> like we'll still be here doing this in summer 2023. <laughs> Good one, Laura. Hey, everybody. Don't wait until you're older to become a Fan Theory Queries patron. Head to patreon.com slash fantheorycues and sign up for access to bonus content like our Stranger Things discussion series. You can also join our Discord server where we discuss theories at all hours of the day. Thanks, and we'll be right back. would you like to challenge your little grey cells while reveling in the vintage perfection of David Suchet's Poirot? If so, then the Labours of a Hercule podcast was made for you. We're taking a deep dive into every episode of this masterpiece of television and giving you the clues you need to solve the case along with Poirot himself. We present the case and you solve it. Whether you're a detective in the making... Or if you just simply want to gush over the genius and art decodence of Agatha Christie... Then subscribe now to the labors of Hercule wherever you get your podcasts. Hey Matt, did you know that wombats poop cubes? Nope, never heard that before. Did you know the unicorn is the national animal of Scotland, Ken? I didn't know, nor do I care. Neil, did you know that Liechtenstein is the only doubly landlocked country in Europe? Jeff, isn't that an American pop artist? Well, actually, it's both. If you want to learn things like that and more, join us each week on Triviality, a pub trivia-style game show podcast where a lack of seriousness meets a little bit of knowledge. Listen in each week to answer general knowledge trivia alongside exciting guests from around the world. And we're here, too. Join us every Tuesday for new hour-long episodes of Triviality, plus tons of extra theme content on everything from The Office and Lord of the Rings to science and geography. And sometimes we even do sports. 
Find us on all your preferred podcast apps and take part in the fun of playing bar trivia without the need to wear pants. Real mature, Jeff. Forget it, Neil. It's triviality. Welcome back. You know, a new Patreon exclusive series we've started. It's called Mike's Miseries, where Lara and I choose a terrible movie for Michael to watch and review. We just recorded his thoughts of the movie London Field starring Amber Turd. And I must say, Lara, we really dodged a bullet by making Michael watch it and not us. Oh, totally. It sounded really bad. <laughs> God, it would totally suck to have to sit through that movie. Oh, hey there, Michael. Can you... Go over our theory rating scale really quick so we can rate the theory that says Frozen 2 is a closed time loop. Okay. The highest rating that we have is genius. This is reserved for only the best theories, which we believe are better than the actual canon. The next step down is plausible. It's a good theory. It's believable. Unlikely is next. It's not a terrible theory, but pretty unlikely, as the name suggests. And then the last thing is preposterous. These are the theories that are just stupid. Basically, we're all dumber for having listened to them. All right, so we have our theory rating scale. Mm-hmm. Frozen 2, is it a closed time loop? Who wants to go first? Well, closed... Well, that but just means, like, it's just going to loop forever and ever and ever. Okay, but I guess. she's still free to get out and continue. Is she? Well, like, I feel like at the end of the movie, there would be no reason to go back and repeat anything. Right. But I guess that's not the point of time loop. I guess the point is, sure, she can go out and do something else. But I think they're also saying that or it could just keep looping. I don't know what a close. I don't I mean, I know what a time loop is. What's the difference between a time loop and a closed time loop? I think they're the same thing. So ignore the closed part. So I don't think when they say time loop that it means that her story ends Right at the point where she sings back to herself. I think that she still keeps going, but the time loop exists in the middle of her timeline. Mm. Yeah. Oh, So that, okay. that section of her life is a time loop. Okay. Well, thank you for that clarification. And I think with that, I can, I can write this as plausible. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I, I don't know that I can elaborate it on any more than what we've discussed <laughs> yeah. already with all well, of fair. the comments. That's fair. Yeah. And we've had fair bit of discussion here so um i think that yeah it's plausible okay michael what about you yeah um with the limited knowledge i have um and listening to kind of you guys discuss and add your knowledge to everything i i think i'm gonna have to agree with laura on this one it's i think it's a plausible okay um you know the really only thing that someone had against this was that one person that said that her mom sang that song you know, like you pointed out where she's saying mm-hmm. in that scene. Mm-hmm. So you do have that still as a possible origin of that call. Um, but if we are to believe that Elsa views memory, water memories and that kind of thing, she could have easily seen that memory and heard that song and be like, oh, I can hear that clear as day. Maybe if I sing that same thing to myself, then I'll get myself to come here because I have some genetic connection to yeah. it because it's my mom singing so that being said i think this is plausible as well cool um, awesome. i'm glad we're all in agreement it's it's cool i mean it, it's cool yeah yeah is it <laughs> cool i'm cool I, party <laughs> <laughs> i love a good mr freeze pun yep i want, nice meeting you <laughs> i want to see it's it's a kind of a genius 
concept, I feel like, is something that not really many people would come up with. Um, and it takes kind of a lot of thought to make make it work. But at the same time, I just can't quite put it at that level. So yeah. it's a high, a high plausible for me. Yeah. All right. Uh, where did we go? Come on. You're a little proud of me for that. I'm, I'm very proud. Because <laughs> that's the same kind of thing but you would do to us. It is. But at the same time, I was also on a train of thought. Yeah. And it, it was going to get off the tracks. Like like you need help with that. I do. <laughs> <laughs> um, but since I'm back on the tracks, it is time to bring this episode to a close. But before we do, I do have a fascinating detail I'd like to share with you guys, if you don't mind. Um, so there's a little known fact, Michael, you might know this, but not everybody knows this, that Laura and I met in college where we got our degrees in theater. I do know this. Okay. And we were big musical theater fans and, and still are a little bit to some extent. Not as much. Not as much, but we still have an appreciation for them. Yeah. Which is why this often overlooked detail caught my attention because one uh, phase we had was our obsession with Hamilton. Who we did got, it? Oh, yeah. We got to see – the fantastic original cast. I'm so yes, jealous. Yes, we did back and in 20... 16. because uh, it was... It was 16. It was in the spring. Jane. It was in March. Jane. Mm. Laura almost gave birth to Jane three months early. Yeah. Uh, because she walked around New York and D.C. But anyway, that's all another time for another story. Uh, so Reddit user Cats in Pajama shared, In Hamilton, the recording recorded one one of the characters spends two hours singing and dancing about he's not going to throw away his shot and then does just that <laughs> <laughs> that's a good point i didn't ever think oh, about i that. didn't think about yeah. that either yep. and then he did <laughs> and it killed him yep <laughs> threw it away he <laughs> threw it away <laughs> Ooh, that's terrible. Okay, well, this has been Fan Theory Queries, and I'm Laura. I'm Michael. And I'm Spencer. In our next episode, we ask, did the founders of Hogwarts each create their own secret clubhouses? Subscribe to Fan Theory Queries so you don't miss out on that and other fascinating fan theories. Fan Theory Queries is part of the Airwave Media Podcast Network. Visit airwavemedia.com to listen and subscribe to their other fine shows like The Secret History of Hollywood. Who did what now? And Into the Impossible.